I think it's going to rain and it's going to stop. This is I Am a Griefist, a childhood cancer grief journey podcast. Hi, Mom. Hi, Amiha. A lot to digest last week with Davina. So So Mm -hmm. she's joining us again today. We're so glad you're here to share your story. Davina, welcome back. So we briefly touched on, you know, what was like immediately afterward after Jace gaining his angel wings. So walk us through that. Mm -hmm. Tell us what it was like afterwards. What was the family like? How are you doing? Let us know. I guess just it was, it took us days to realize like this was our real life now. It was hard because I was still expecting to hear little footsteps around mm-hmm, the house mm-hmm. or to see him run down the hallway. All his stuff is still exactly the same. Mm-hmm. He had like a toy area in our living room and that's still the same. And, you know, I would just wait for him just to run around the kitchen, come to his, play with his toys and, you know, and we didn't have it anymore. All his clothes were still there. My hospital bag was still there. Not that we didn't touch it. Mm-hmm. Everything was still just weird, weird and mm-hmm. very empty, quiet. And it was just like waiting to get back to our, our routine. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. But now our routine is not a routine anymore. It's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's, we, you know, told my in-laws and, you know, that was hard and they came and my family, my sisters, my brother, and my mom. And, you know, it was hard because, like I said, everybody was waiting for him. Everybody was scheduled to go donate their blood. Everybody yeah. was, you know, and I hadn't told anybody. And it was now to the point where I need to make all these phone calls to try to schedule some piano mortuary to try to find one. And a lot of mortuaries don't service children. What? I so, that. Yeah. so I didn't know. That. I know yeah, that I had no idea of that too. And I'm calling and I'm like, what do you, what, what do you mean you don't service children? What does that even mean? Like, oh, well, everything we have are for adults, you know, a casket wise, everything's for adults. I think my son's, he's too. I'm not putting him in an adult wise casket. Oh my right. goodness. Not I happening. had no idea. Mm-hmm. So it's, I didn't know that either. That was very new to me. And just calling around, calling around and finally, I was just like, I can't do this. I can't make these phone calls because I'm talking to these people and I'm like crying talking to these people and they're just like, okay, so you're calling for, what are you calling for? Like, what the hell do you think I'm calling for? Right. Yeah. You have yeah. one job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was that so, morbid? Uh, at a mortuary. <laughs> what do you think no, she's calling totally about? You have one job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one job. First of all, uh, be a little bit more compassionate because it's like the person that's calling you obviously have has things going on. Right. Like, don't be an a-hole. Yeah. So my husband called one of my girlfriends and he asked her, like, hey, come over because we need help with this. Mm-hmm. My friend, she had dealt with all of this, not not the same situation, but coordinating, arranging uh, in a memorial service a few months prior. So I didn't want to reach out to her because I'm like, oh, it's too soon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and he was just like, you, we need the help. Mm-hmm. She, she'll help us. Like my friends just that type. That'll drop everything just to go and, you know, help you out. And she did. She came over with a notepad and chalk provides you with like a list of things to do after. Mm-hmm. And she took my list and she just started getting on the phone, getting on the phone. And I was, I didn't know what questions to even ask mm-hmm. when calling. So I'm listening to all the questions she's asking. And I'm like, okay, oh, that's what I got to ask. That's what I need to do. So, you know, so she helped me get off my ass and doing these things. So these are things that you have to do that you don't want to do. And, and then you have to do it soon because, you know, the sooner the better, they say. Yeah. So we end up finding, you know, our place. My girlfriend helped, me with, helped us with that. We found our place and just still having a really hard time, a really hard time telling these people. They, they ask you, well, how old is your child? Two. Oh, Okay. Uh, when did this happen? Just repeating the same stuff mm-hmm. over and over with hard and it's mm-hmm. triggering and it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, hard to take in. So then we start scheduling appointments to go look at places, my husband and I, and we go to a place, we drove up and I'm just like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah. my friend's just like, you're not going to like anywhere you go. Yeah. Everything's ugly. I'm like, well, it has a weird smell. Everything smells like that. 
like it's just I'm finding excuses for everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, so then we're still doing our you know research and all that, and then we find a place and the place that I did fight. And then again, I was so like bitter about it, like, you know, religion type of thing. I didn't want something to be too churchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that. So we found a place. We ended up having his service at the forest lawn in Covina. That's where, um, that's where we did, did ours everything too. Everything at that one location. Yeah. Last, that's where oh, really? we did ours yeah. too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they did everything at that one location. A lot of other places, it, they're being transferred mm-hmm, everywhere. Mm-hmm. You have to move to a lot of places. I'm like, I don't like that. I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't want them transferring him everywhere. Mm-hmm. So finally, I we go to that place, and I loved it. I was just like, it's so pretty here. It is very the pretty. The is pretty, and, you know, this, this is where I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right. You guys Sign came far to Covina then. We did. That's a bit. We did. Yeah, that's a bit mm-hmm. of a drive. Yeah. Within, I didn't mind the drive. But mm-hmm. Like, I don't care. Whoever wants to come out will come out. Whoever doesn't, that's correct. That's You're right. Yeah. Because it's a drive so for I just us wanted too. It but... to be, yeah, I just wanted it to be a very nice place. And the view is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it's so nice here. Yeah, like, very nice. Look how so. pretty it is. Mm-hmm. And my husband liked it too. So we were just like, okay, this is our place. This is where we're going to do it. The very next day, they called me like, hey, we're on our way the chalk we're gonna go pick them up and I was like oh okay cool thanks for calling me to let me know like that just made me feel good like you guys are calling me to let me know that you guys are doing that they get to chalk they call me again we're here we're picking them up I'm like okay thank you like I don't know who told you that I needed all these phone calls but thank you so much (laughs) so then they called me once they got there and so it was just at that point too was kind of a little bit of a relief like okay we got through this first step. Yeah. On our place. We got through this step. The whole planning process. And I, everybody was asking me, what do you need help with? What do you need? I got it. I did everything myself. Mm. I planned everything. I made his video. I made the little cards that you pass out. I wanted a, like a picture book. Mm-hmm. And I made that. I opened a document. I started making it. Where I wanted all of us to write letters to him. We all did that. I just, it was so important to me to do it. Like I, mm-hmm. I went from being a full-time caregiver for Jace to not doing anything. Right. Like my kids are already big and they really don't need my help with much anymore. So it was just like, I just felt like my, a piece of my motherhood was just like taken from me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, well, I can't do anything for him anymore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give him the best celebration of life that I can give him. And that's what I'm going to do. And I spent so much time doing that. I was like, that was my thing at the moment. Like, this is what I'm doing. I'm making this. I'm making that. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And my husband's like, you need, you need help. And I'm like, no, our child. Like, we're doing this. And so because I wasn't asking for anything, our friends were just like, hey, she's, she's not going to ask for help. She's going to do everything herself. So they started throwing fundraisers mm. at our football league. And, you know, our family did one. And our friends and family were just doing fundraisers. They knew we weren't going to ask for anything. This whole time, everybody was like, let us know. I'm like, no, there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do mm-hmm. for us. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let you know. If you want to do something, just do it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to let you know. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. And we planned it. And, you know, we invited just our, our close friends and family. And because like, even those fundraisers were put on Instagram and so many people came out. Like, most of the people, we didn't even know who they were. Wow. Showing up and. I was like, I can't just post his service like that because then, you know, what if there's no room? And then we still had a restriction too with COVID. Like, mm-hmm. you oh can only gosh. allow how many people. Oh, uh-huh. whoa. So, yeah. So we just did it like very just close friends and family. We got a good handful of people there, but that's how we did it. And, and I live streamed it. So mm. I posted up his live stream and we had a bunch of people that streamed it and they kept it up for like maybe like a few days. Because people were still able to watch it. And then they gave me like a copy of the stream of the whole service and everything. And it came out so beautiful. Mm. It came out so good. It Everything that I had imagined in my head was exactly how it went. Wow. You know, I had all his personal belongings there so everybody can see. And that day for me wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. 
It was after. Mm-hmm. It was after. Leading up to the service, I felt like, oh my gosh, it's like so far away. And then after it, time was just going, going, going. And now I just like, it's been almost four months since his passing. And I feel like it's just blown by so fast, but at the same time, it feels so far away. Yeah. It feels so far away. And I don't even know if that makes sense, but. Yeah, no, it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just afterwards, it's like, all right, like, it's not something to look forward to now. Now it's just like, what else is going to keep me busy? Mm -hmm. Now I'm grieving. Now I'm feeling it. Now I'm feeling the loss. Mm -hmm. And kids were too. And the service was also the first time that my kids saw him since the last time they saw him. The last time they saw him, he was awake. Mm -hmm. So they got to see him again. And they're like, mom, he looks so good. He looks like he was sleeping. I put him in his pajamas because he was in pajamas all the time. I put him in Mm. his pajamas. My husband had his casket made for him. We had one made. One of our really good friends had, he's a carpenter, so he built one for us. Because I refused to put him in an adult-sized casket. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to get something too super fancy. Like, he's such a simple boy. The casket looked so beautiful. It looked better than what I imagined. And when my husband told me he wanted to get one made, I was like, I don't know about that. I don't know about the good idea. Um, but when they, when I seen it for the first time, I was so blown away. And I couldn't even say anything. So I was like, oh, my God, this thing is so beautiful. I had his name in the front. We had all of our handprints on the top. It was beautiful. And it was so funny because afterwards I was like, I hope he didn't like feel offended because I didn't say anything I was just mm. like so just you know speechless and we had texted him on the side like hey listen you did an amazing job like I was not expecting that there words like it was like a whole new struggle it was a whole new way of life and learning how to still continue to live life without him here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. everything that we did still to this day we feel so guilty mm-hmm. We're having a good time somewhere like, oh, mm-hmm. this is messed up. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't, we shouldn't have a good time, mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. We just felt so guilty about it. And we just had Halloween and he was so into the Nightmare Before Christmas. He loved that movie. He would watch it all the time. So everything, Halloween reminded me of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're getting into Halloween and they would just try not to break down. A lot of things were like triggering. Yes. A lot of things were triggering. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, and we stayed home and we passed out candy and we loved bubbles. So I bought, I had a thing of bubbles that I was going to pass out to. So for Halloween, we had a bunch of stickers like all over our room. So I bought the window stickers, a whole bunch of them, and we donated them to Chalk with bubbles. And I had stickers made with Jason's face on it. So I had donated a bunch of that to chalk. So I had a whole bunch of bubbles left. So I was like, I'm going to pass them out on Halloween. And I did. But trick-or-treaters, all the littles, and, and their little costumes, that was also so triggering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah like, I, see, I can't do it anymore. We don't do Halloween yeah. because yeah. of that. It's, it's it too was triggering. Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't think I was going to be that way. I wanted to still pass out candy because... Mm-hmm. You know, Chase loved Halloween, and yes, it was, it's like not even Halloween, and he still loves Halloween. Yeah. He has a he has a little Halloween jack o' lantern, like the little um, where you yeah. put the candy in the little bucket. Mm-hmm. He has it all year long, and he puts stuff in. <laughs> I don't know. It just reminds me. Yeah, seeing the kids in their Halloween costumes is uh, way it's too triggers. triggering. It triggers because yeah. for yeah. me, it was she was seven when she passed. But, you know, four through six was her also her journey. But she was in constant princess outfits all the time. And mm-hmm. so Halloween, I just see tons of and even sometimes at Disneyland and it gets a little triggering, yeah. too, where you see little girls dressed uh-huh. up in the dresses. And mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. it's like a gut check, you know, gut yeah. punch. And, ah. and so it I try to then. my own mental health. We try to avoid Halloween as much as possible. Mom doesn't do anything really for Halloween mm-hmm. anymore, but. And we used to do it big because my, so my daughter, Jess, her birthday is around Halloween. And so we would celebrate Mm -hmm. it as a Halloween theme party. Yeah. And when they got older, 
when they started having their own children, I couldn't expect them to come and spend their time with me on Halloween. They had to go around their own little neighborhoods. So it was a good way to get the whole family together and I get to see them in costumes because it would still be yeah. a costume party. And yeah. that was the last thing we were able to celebrate with our baby before she got diagnosed. Yeah. She got diagnosed during that same time period. Just yeah. So mm. this this is when everything just kicks yeah. off when it's like, like you walk around with a yeah. dark cloud over your head. Yeah. But nobody knows. Nobody knows it's there except oh, for you. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Nobody knows it's there except the people that do know what you're going through. Yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. when you see them, they look at you with like that, that, that face. Like, oh. I'm like, nope, don't. Yeah. Don't do that to me. Yeah. They it's rough. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know we were making those faces when you were telling your story and I'm like, God, we got to stop doing that. But we totally understand what you're going through because it comes from a place of empathy and understanding of that space. We've seen it with our own eyes and felt it with our own. And it's like, oh Mm -hmm. my gosh, I just. Yeah. And, and listening to like the first time I listened to your guys' journey, I was putting connections right away, Mm -hmm. right away. And I was just like, same, same. Mm. I, I got actually Kelly was the one we, I was a, we were already following each other through like the AML community mm-hmm. and I had posted something one time and she was like hey you should listen to this podcast because mm. it helped me and it was so funny the timing that it came in because at that time I was like looking for something I was looking for different podcasts I was looking at different books just look for something to tell me that my feelings were valid exactly. my feelings were real life and i would listen to something i'm like nope that's not what i'm looking for listen to something else nope that's not what i'm looking for mm-hmm. i was looking for something to validate what i was feeling validate my anger and validate just the grief i i mean i thought i knew what grief was my dad passed away five years ago, so I thought mm. I knew what that was, and mm. this is something totally different. Yeah. Mm. And I just had, I was questioning everything. I was, I really wanted to get into finding a medium. Oh! I was, yes, I still haven't, and I, I still haven't, and I really wanted oh, to. I was you just, haven't. It's so many feelings I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't. What's stopping you, though? Like, if I go, nothing. I just haven't really, like. Yeah, just whatever you do, make sure that it's somebody's telling you, gives you that. Don't just go with anybody. Don't do Goobon. Well, how do you know? How do you know which one to go with? I don't know how you can know exactly which one to go with, but I had the one that somebody told me, and that was the best one. Just somebody recommended the one from that lives at Cape Cod. And I thought, well, there's no way I'm not hooked up with her on Facebook. She knows nothing about my life Mm. at all. And Mm -hmm. I thought, and it's going to be a phone one. So she's not going to be able to read my face. It's not zoom. It's just over the phone. So we'll see how that goes. And that was the best one I, 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 we've had so far besides the one that you guys did with Monica. Oh yeah. Monica was was really good. Yeah, um, so it has to be recommendations. That's the only thing I can tell you because uh-huh. there's so many people out there, and I, I don't and know we've if you tried heard my a husband. bunch. So we'll yeah. send you whatever we. Have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, because I, yeah. I really wanted to, and I told my husband, "Would you like? Would you go with me?" He's like, "Hell no!" And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. "It's the man." <laughs> men always say no. Well, if mm-hmm. you need somebody to go with, we'll we'll go with you, but. We'll be competing for I know which, for the attention. Yeah. Yeah, for pick me, pick me. I know. Uh, oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. So I was really trying to connect mm-hmm. and trying to come into an understanding. I was like, well, where is he though? Where is he? That's mm-hmm. it. You know, mm-hmm. everybody was telling me, he's just your dad now. And I'm like, no, because he's never met my dad before. Mm-hmm. He never met him mm-hmm. before. Like, you know, he was only a year, then COVID hit, and then like his childhood was taken from him mm-hmm. and everybody would tell me he's with your dad and I'm like yeah but he doesn't even know him like right I'm still not okay with that like, right he doesn't know him he's by himself like he's a baby so mm-hmm. he needs to be with that's him like, it I was so, that's it I'm telling you yeah we, that was my thing mm-hmm. that was my thing like there's no way that yeah where, there's no way that yeah. she's happy she we're not with her yeah mm-hmm. there's exactly. no way and no way she would, all she wanted uh-huh. to do was be at home and, with us 
Exactly. And he was just so attached to me all the time. So I was like, I'm not there with him. Mm -hmm. You know, none of us are there. So who's by himself? Mm -hmm. So that's when I started doing research and finding things. And Kelly reached out to me and she's like, I had close to something. And she was just like, hey, listen to this podcast. This helped me. This might help you. And I was like, all right. A couple days later, I was listening to it and I heard the intro and I was like, yep, I can vibe to this. This is is what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And I think it was also something like relatable stories. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like the traumatizing events before the actual passing. You know what I mean? Like when you talk and connect to other oncology families, you, you feel their pain. Mm-hmm. Yes. You feel their pain and you can connect and you know what they're talking about rather than people trying to understand. Mm-hmm. Like it's right. not the same. Mm-hmm. It's totally not the same. Mm-hmm. So I just got stuck on it and I was listening to it for hours and hours. Oh. And everything I did, I had my, my headphones on and I was listening to it. And I just, our journeys were totally different journeys, but yet still very similar yes. with, everything mm-hmm. and I was just connecting and then it's so funny because I had no idea that Kelly their story was also on the podcast oh. to it. yeah so I had sent her a message like this is so crazy like I had no idea that you told your story on there like mm-hmm. and it's so crazy how our stories are also very similar mm-hmm. and I'm just like and I had sent her a message like oh my gosh that's crazy like thank you so much for giving me this like tell me about it because this has helped me realize that I'm not grieving you're not I'm just grieving you're grieving yes and and it's and we're so grateful that you want to share your story too because I think it's going to help other people to hear it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. totally I mean as long as it helps one Mm -hmm. yes that's that's what we kept saying yeah Yeah. even if it helps I felt like it helped me it helped me realize that it's this is this doesn't just happen to me, right. um, because that's also how you feel. Like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening to our us? family? Mm-hmm. Why yes. is happening to the kids? The kids are so innocent. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. I don't. You know, you always hear stories like, "Oh, they got cancer," and it's just like, "Oh, well, look at the life they live." Like, <laughs> that's right? Kind of nice of no, thing, I'm with you. you I'm totally that. with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, this isn't fair. My son didn't even get Our to baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. We They didn't even get a chance to do anything. No, nothing. And it's so heartbreaking that the kids go through this. And it's not even just my son. When I read the other kids' stories are just being on the oncology floor all the time. And you see, you know, what the kids are yes. going through. It just breaks your heart. And you're just, yes. you're just like, oh, my gosh. These kids are so resilient. Mm-hmm. They so are. Strong. And they're so strong-minded because they just go on with their day. Like, as long as we get through today, it's a win. Yes. Totally. Yep, totally. I'm on board with that 100%. You had shared, now that I can't remember it, but you shared some words of wisdom for families. Like, I wish I would have known this. So do you have anything else you'd like to share that's, that like, you're you're so fresh with this grief that you were like, I wish I would have known this. Is there anything you can share with other families that might be in the middle of it that they would benefit from? Maybe communicating with other families that are going through the same thing. I feel like being more open with our journey is something that I should have done in the beginning of our diagnosis because we didn't, we didn't, we didn't go public with it until transplant, first transplant. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if I would have known how the kids react to chemo. Cause I, again, I'm only mm. hearing from our medical team. Yeah. If I would have known the different stages communicating with other families. It would have been probably easier for me. I think that's just my best advice for families going through is communicate with other families might be different, but at least you'll have some sort of understanding, you know, communicate, document everything was something that was so major for me. I was going to say that I'm taking that away too. It's just like document everything. Trust your gut. It helps. Mm -hmm. It helps. Yes. Trust your gut. Advocate for your child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Advocate for your child because especially if they're very tiny, they can't speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You You be their voice. But if you and your gut feel that something's wrong, go with it. Yes. Trust your gut because it's, it's always 
you know, something that something is telling you mm-hmm. trust your gut. Mm-hmm. That's my <laughs> my words of wisdom. Absolutely. Yeah. So going back to me trying to do research and and trying to. I wanted to speak to a medium and it was so crazy because I was just in a place where I needed to know like where he was, you know, where is he at? I had a dream. <gasps> like my personal me dream. Yes. I had a dream. And this was like a couple months out after his passing. I, I, and that was another thing. I wasn't understanding why he wasn't coming to me in my dreams. Like, mm. How am I dreaming about him? I hear everybody's dreams. And mm-hmm. I, I don't, I didn't feel connected. I just felt like, was a memory mm. and I didn't want to feel like that and had a dream it's so crazy because it was so vivid and so real and my as a child my dad owned a store right next door to our house and we used to be at a store all the time so in my dream I'm pulling up in my car I pull pulling up and I had all three of the boys with me and we all get out but I'm pulling up in front of my dad's store and we're walking to the store. My dad comes out of the store like a normal day, like nothing. He comes out of the store and he, he kneels down and he opens his arms out. And Jace is running oh. to give him a hug. And it was just like, that's so crazy because Jace never met him before. Oh. My dad passed away in 2016. So Jace never met him before. And he ran to him and he gave him a big hug. And there's like, and it's almost like I was just standing back just watching it happen. And there's bubbles, and my dad's telling him, Jace, pop the bubbles, pop the bubbles. Oh. And Jace turns around, and he's popping the bubbles through on my dad's arms. And to me, I was just like, when I woke up, I was like, oh, my God, that is what I needed to see. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was something very validating for me. So I think ever since I had that dream, it's like, okay, all right, I don't need to be worried about it. Like, I'm worried about something that's totally out of my control yes. when yet my dad has them. Uh-huh. You know, he is, he's not by himself, you know, and that was, it was so crazy. And then in the dream, it's just like, I was watching. I didn't even talk to my dad. And it's almost like Jace didn't even acknowledge that I was there. <laughs> like Jace just was running out to him and just to give him up again. You know, it was just so crazy. And I remember telling my husband, like, I can't believe I had that dream. And that was the last time I had that dream. And now I'm like, well, what the heck? Now I need more. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, that feeling is what the feeling with, yeah, that's That's the same same feeling feeling. with mediums. (laughs) So be careful. Yeah, because as soon as you get some validation, because again, as long as you're going to a good one, that's not trying to take advantage of you because they're out there. As soon as you get that validation, you're all like, okay, when can I afford another I need another one. I need another reading. (laughs) When can I do it again? Yeah. 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 So I would. Was like so into it and I was like you're on with that you go see me in that time I'm not going with you <laughs> so, yeah we will go with you like, yeah, we will. any opportunity <laughs> but, and you're local so <laughs> yeah but you know Jess exactly. has had her validations where she doesn't feel like she needs it anymore, anymore. that's true she meditates and mm. before she goes to sleep and she has had still just the other day yesterday as a matter of fact dreams about the baby. It's comforting for me to hear her dreams, even though, yeah. but I'd rather dream it myself. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. But, oh, yeah. It's, but it's still comfort. Cause really, if she's going to go to anybody, she's going to go to her mom right. or grandma. Yeah. Thank Maybe you. auntie. Thank you. Maybe auntie. <laughs> How rude. But, but you know what? Cause like, I hope my son's grandma also still feels that connection. And me and her go on walks every weekday morning. Like that's our thing. We go on a walk and you know, she was so close to him. And when she used to go on her walks, he would go with her. So yeah. I know this is something that makes her feel good. Yes. So, you know, we that's the thing that we do together. We go on walks. And I hope that he still came visits to his grandparents. Of course. They were so of course. a part of his life. Yeah. Like, even when we were working, like, they were with him. They watched him while we were working. Yes. So I hope that he still visits them. And, you know, I hope he's visiting my boys because my boys don't yes. ever tell me they're having dreams. So while some, when I was into that phase or listening to your podcast, like uh, just constant, I would have it on the radio, but then I would turn it off so that the kids wouldn't like get upset. And yeah. mm-hmm. so there was one day where I was just stuck on it and I picked up Jaden from school and I was still listening. And I forget what episode it was and he was listening and it was talking about like, you guys were talking about the golden nuggets. Oh, and, okay. You know, golden nuggets. Uh-huh. So my son's listening and he goes, oh, no wonder why. And I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? 
he goes, mom, my son plays football. He was like, at my game last week, I took my helmet off and I put it on the ground. He was like, and he has a sticker of Jace on his helmet. So he was like, I was looking at Jace's helmet, I was thinking about him, and a dragonfly <gasps> fell on top of his helmet. You his helmet. see that? Yeah. And I'm just like, what? What do you mean he was mom? But I feel bad now because I shoot it away. (laughs) 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 It was just him like listening. Yes. Oh, no wonder. And so like that day, I was crying and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. Like, yes, that was him sending you like a present. These are just new ways of sending presents. Of course. So now he, he, it's in his head and he remembers and. Yes. If we're in the backyard or something and a butterfly comes, he's like, oh, thank you, Jason. I'm like, oh, yeah, so we still But I love that. that he's open to that yes. because it took me, like, even when I feel like I get signs, I'm like, is that a sign? Yes, yes, yes. 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 That yes. still yes. happens, that's though. That's a thing. Yes. That's a thing. <laughs> I'm like, this can't be a coincidence. This yes. is yeah. This is weird. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Maybe can- I'm like, can, can somebody write yeah. this? Yes, <laughs> <Someday>. right? So we <laughs> And let me tell you one thing, and I know, I know. I've, I've said it on the podcast before, but the very first thing that the medium that I really like told me is she comes to you in your dreams. And I said, no, she doesn't. And she said, yes, she does. Just because you don't remember them doesn't mean that she doesn't come. Yeah. And that's when I started looking for ways to remember. Ways to remember. <laughs> right. That's when I started drinking the teas. And it's and it has helped meditating before and drinking those teas. What is that one that helps you sleep? I forgot the name of it. Melatonin. melatonin. Yeah. Yes. Because of you, I now buy melatonin. Yes. <gasps> yes. So I'm telling you that. It, I was trying to connect and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I, yep, I'm going to go out that family. Yes. I bought a bottle for my husband yeah. and myself. And, and waking up, yeah. and as soon as you wake up, even if you're waking up because you heard a noise, write down the last thing. Because I, I, oh, yeah. you dream mm-hmm. several times a night, but you only remember the last yeah. one before you wake up. So Yeah. And I and I remember you saying that story. So I remember waking up to my dream. I was like, I, I need to find a notebook in New York before I forget. Yes. And so I'm writing it down, I'm writing mm-hmm. it down. And I think writing it down also helps you remember. Mm-hmm. And exactly. You, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I remember telling my husband about it. And I think I had, again, posted something. I didn't post the dream, but I had posted, like, I had my validation. And my mom, I think my sister Tina and my mom called me and was like, what was your dream about? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need to tell you. And I still, like, I still get so choked up, like, telling the story of it. But it was just so real yes um yes. yeah so it was like a thing where I wasn't sure and that was my validation and and like I said still with the signs I'm still so unsure like I never really know what I'm looking for or I never really I'm like just so unsure whenever I feel like I get a sign like I don't Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, that's normal. That is normal. They'll keep yeah. showing up though when you're gonna like go, okay, this yes. might be yes. real. This might just be yeah. real. Yes. <laughs> and just know, I mean, I've heard it several times. It's hard to believe it, especially if you don't believe in that stuff. And really yeah. when this happens to you, you start looking for something to give yeah. you some something to comfort, connect to, to yes. something. Yeah. If they're gonna mm-hmm. be around anybody, who are they gonna be around? Who is Jason going to be around? Okay. Mm -hmm. So you just have to realize when it happens, it's him. It's him telling you, Mm -hmm. I'm right here, mom. It's 100%. It's not the same though. I know that there are days that I think, oh my gosh, look, I got the sign and blah, blah, blah. And other times I think, this is bullshit. He should, she should be here. And I get angry sometimes that that's all I have are signs. Like, I wish I didn't fucking have to do this sign right now. Like, this is my life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing, too. It's like, we, you know, like the Halloween. I was like, my son, I should have been able to buy him a Halloween costume. Right. You know, he would have been at the age where he was able to say trick or treat, like all the little things. And, you know, I had passing out bubbles and they're so excited for the bubbles. And I'm like, yeah, Jason would be, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and. I had, I was passing out candy, but I had this big Halloween pumpkin. It's almost like his jack-o'-lantern bucket, but it's it's a, a huge one. Uh-huh. All the little kids, I like your pumpkin. Oh. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, it's, you know, just all those things. And then I just get so, like, angry. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be sad about this. Like, I should be right. walking my son around trick-or-treating right now. Yes. And I'm not. But and, just know that that is, Halloween, 
that is yeah. like normal for you to go through. And I think that's for mm. us. We just finally just, well, at least for me, I finally decided this is too much. I'm so angry just, and it's not yeah. the kid's fault. Yeah. It's not the kid's yeah. fault. Yeah. No, totally. And it's so creepy that you say that too, because uh, not too long ago, we, I went to a lot of the chalk oncology moms, like they keep a close connection and they had invited me to like a mom retreat type of thing. And the last one I missed and I was like, all right, I'll go. But a lot of them were just talking about how their kids are in remission and how their kids are in the maintenance phase. And I so happy for them, but mm-hmm. deep down inside, it was making me yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I was just like, this is not fair. Mm-hmm. This is not fair. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I was getting so angry, and I was just like thinking, I'm such a bad person. Why am no. I getting angry? No, no. I have to tell myself, like, nope. I'm valid to myself. You have every like, right to be angry. Yes. Yeah, I'm learning how to do that. I'm and angry for you right now. And- I really am. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, I'm so yeah. fucking pissed that our kids had to suffer so mm-hmm. much. What Suffered did, so much. and I can't help but think because I thought it for myself. I can imagine that my daughter thought that way. Her dad thought that way. But I thought, what did I do so wrong that yeah. she has to suffer yeah. like that? I don't understand. And I know it's not it's my not fault, fair. but what the fuck? Yeah. And it's not fair. And my husband and I will sit back and be like, why? What did mm-hmm. we do? Like Exactly. And it's, we get so angry, too, because in both our families, like, we're always the go-to people. You have good people that this shit should not be happening to right and it does and it does and it's so messed up and it's not even just good people these are children Mm -hmm. these are children and i get so angry when i or like childhood cancer awareness you you spread awareness spread awareness and halfway through september everything's already pink yes and i know that's a good i know that's a good cause as well but at the same time like Uh everybody advocates for breast cancer awareness what about the Kids. Yes. And you can have any one of those moms going through it, any one of those women going through it, and they're going to say, Throw my family to those kids. Yes. 150%. And that's one of the things that just angers you is because these kids, it's so rare. So they don't put funding to it. It's not. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. It's not rare. It's mm-hmm. not. It's not. You hear these stories all the time, and these kids are losing their lives, and it's not fair. Mm-hmm. And I get so mad, and like, Still to this day, we still have Jason stuff all over the house. And, you know, we've had people that came over there and just working at it all weird. Then leave. Mm. We don't like to see his stuff. Right. You know, his stuff is going to be here. Mm-hmm. And he's so overprotected with all of his things. Like, he has a basket of balls in my living room. And I'm like, not touch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't let nobody touch yeah, it. Yeah, you've like, heard us say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's. It's and we're here six years later, too. girlfriend, and it's still the same. It's still so the same. it's okay. Yeah. Whatever you need yeah. to do for you, do it. Don't yeah. worry about everybody else. Send them home. You don't want to look at it. Don't come over. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it just is exactly. what it is. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, my goodness. I mean, getting through it now is the hard part. And watching my kids go through it yes. is another hard struggle that we're now dealing yeah. with because yeah. My oldest son, he about it. He stays to himself, reserved. But I catch him looking at pictures and videos on his phone. Aww. I catch him, you know, he wears a bracelet with his brother's name on it. And my middle boy, he's the one. He open. He'll open up to me. Mm. He'll tell me when he's having a bad day. He'll tell me that I can't stop thinking about him. He once told me like, I want to go be with him, and I'm just like, wait, what does this mean? Like, right. don't say that. Right. But him to be the one to grieve harder because he just has of all of us he has the biggest heart yes. and he's the most sensitive so i was already not from him and with me about it and he'll tell me when he's having a bad day and he'll tell me what he's feeling and when he's thinking about him and things like that and you know and he's he's a reader he loves to read so he he likes to write he likes to read like i'm a uh-huh. journal and he writes mm-hmm. and i'll see him sitting there writing writing and i'll let him close the draw let him have his time because uh-huh. Just as much as I need that, he needs that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, with my husband, my husband's very reserved. He doesn't really talk about it much, but I see it and it hurts him. Mm-hmm. You know, it hurts him. I'll find um, random pictures that he'll have posted somewhere yes. or his random notes that he has laying around. Mm-hmm. And, and it breaks my heart to see him like that. It's, 
because I feel like yes. women, they, they, they're okay to be emotional and things like that, but uh-huh. men like to do that stuff in private. At least my husband, he likes to do that on his own time in uh-huh. private. And I respect that, but I know he's hurting, mm-hmm. you know, it's a new thing that we're learning how to just live. I don't know. I'm not going to say live life, but do life yes. without him here. Uh-huh. And now it's like a thing, like everything we do, we need to do it for him uh-huh. because we need to do it in honor of him because he should be here. He's not here and it's not fair, but as a mom, you know, it's so important to me to keep his memory alive. Yes. Because I don't want nobody to forget. I don't want anybody to forget him. Yes. Like, I I always have all these, like, pictures on my phone of, like, what we were doing last year. And I always repost it. Always repost it. And if nobody doesn't, if people are tired of it, then don't follow that's, us anymore. Like, yeah. That's you know? too bad on them. But yeah. I just feel like it's. Yeah, I feel like it's so important for me yes. to keep his memory alive mm-hmm. and to keep him remembered because, uh, you know, that's the least that he deserves to be yes. remembered. You know, he existed. He, yes. Yeah. Yes. It was a short time, but he was here. Yes. And he lived his life and he was, despite everything he went through, he was so happy mm-hmm. and he loved everybody and he loved to dance. He loved to live life. Yes. So, we have to I have to keep his memory alive. Yes. You know, that's just where we're at. And it's still every day. It's like day by day is what I always say. Every day is a new day. It every really day is. Struggle, yes. but it really is. If we can get through the day, then it's a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over time, you'll you'll look back and go, I've made it four months. Yeah. I've made it a year. And I, didn't... Still, I still look back and I'm like, how the heck did I, uh-huh. how did I make it all the way to here? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. I think yeah, we huh. still reflect on that too. Like yeah. I think if we were if you were to ask us, you know, at four months after the baby's passing, if we would make it to a year, we would be like, no. We wouldn't no. like mm-hmm. to tomorrow was almost impossible yes. as well sometimes. Just because, yeah. you know, the yeah. your grief fluctuates, it goes up and down and it could stay like this for a little bit, and then all of a sudden it's like, uh-huh. you know, and it just goes oh, in a completely yeah. different totally direction. Yeah. But yeah. like And what, I'm totally great, like dreading the holidays. Oh, I'm dreading it because yeah. I already know it's gonna be hard. And I'm just like, I'm not ready. But all I can tell you is don't do anything you don't want to do. I'm like, nope, I'm not ready. I was going to say COVID is an easy reason right now, an easy excuse. Just be like, with COVID, I'm not comfortable with people coming over and do whatever you got to do. But, you know, people, I want to say they understand. But to -hmm. to the extent that they can, they're not going to understand your journey. They're not going to understand you know, exactly the intricacies of what you went through and the trauma, right. but they will mm-hmm. understand that you mm-hmm. have a significant loss and you need time and they will respect that. That's not going to be like, oh, yeah. I'm coming over anyway. That's just not what people do. Yeah. So if whatever time you need to take for yourself, do it. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. No. If, if, even if you do, even if don't you do, even worry then, about no. it. It's going to go away. Yeah. It's not even anything that you should concern yourself with. What Do whatever yeah, makes totally. what works for you and uh-huh. for your own sanity, for your own mental health. You do what you need to do for you yes. and your family. I've heard right. uh, mm-hmm. our family has been pretty good at respecting that and not expecting too much of it. But I've heard other families where people would say, aren't you over that yet? It's like, what the oh, I've, fuck? I've, I've heard some crazy shit like, yes. throughout the whole time. Stupid shit crazy that people stuff. say? Yeah. You want to add exactly. to that? Come on. Yeah, let's, let's add to our list. We love it. So we, yeah, just things like that. Like, oh, well, you're, you know, are you guys better now? Are we better what? now? Like, yeah, middle finger to you. No, I'm not right. better. Don't talk to me then. Yeah. <laughs> Is your face I better have... now? Because it looks the same <laughs> to me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, we actually had a really crappy uh, situation where at his service, we did like a balloon relief. Mm. I know it's not the best thing for the environment. Mm. I know the, that. Wait. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I want to send my son balloons. Yes. So we, you know, people were posting pictures and I was resharing stories and I had a message that came. And I was like, I really wish people would choose something else to do instead of that. Stop it. I, live it. I, I wish you it. would follow a different yes. page so I don't have to <laughs> fucking hear your bullshit. Right? <laughs> yeah. Really shitty comment. Oh, um, there's always something. Person, yeah. This person is somebody that knows the journey. Um, you know, put it out there like that. Also an oncology parent and knows wow. the journey. I messaged her back. I was like, you know what? 
this is what I wanted to do. And I really wish that your son gets better. So you guys don't have to ever have to do this. Mm -hmm. And she immediately felt bad. I'm so sorry. I thought I was talking to my husband. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was you. No. What do you mean you thought you were talking to your husband? Right. No, that doesn't even make sense. None of that makes sense. And I was just like, you're an oncology parent yourself. Like, you know the crazy journey that these people, like people like us go through. You are an oncology parent? Shut up. That's, yes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's a sensitive. So I'm probably going to cut that out. number one. Shut of the shit to say on my yeah. 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 That's like very number one. Yeah. Now, now, that we got. now listen to this. We've done butterfly releases and you know that I've seen, not on our story because I think we've knocked out people that are like stupid. Just I'm not going to let right. them be part of my group anymore, but I've had people say that in their butterfly release somebody would say that butterfly is not typical for that area so you're hurting the environment oh my goodness it's like what the fuck is that mean goes well that doesn't belong here that doesn't belong here (laughs) what the hell is Mm -hmm. that that's yeah. so like silly. It's, just, it's like, just so mm-hmm. silly. What the hell? It just but yeah. but what's great about it is like we can laugh about how stupid people are, right? Like oh, in the yeah. moment totally. it fucking hurts. Like shut mm-hmm. up. Stop talking. But afterwards it's like you oh, can be yeah. in a, in company where it's yeah. like, oh God, these are the stupidest. Uh, yeah. People. Dumb things. And like, <laughs> no, you say like, dumb. They're basically stupid. Say, oh yeah. yeah. When they like has a plan, well, I don't like his plan, and that shouldn't have been his plan. Like, I don't know what use my two-year-old son was going to be to him. Like, right? Yeah. Another yeah. like stupid thing when people say that. I'm like, don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that because yeah. that's not that's not the thing the thing to say. You right. don't say that. Right. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> so sorry you've had to deal with some shitty yes. people and. You know, we can't really change people, but we can change how we respond. And right. I think it, over time, oh, yeah. people are going to be shitty no matter mm-hmm. what. But it's moments like these totally. where we can laugh about them afterwards and be like, oh, dear God, you're the worst person uh-huh. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and I feel made for people like things what to say. Don't say this. Maybe you should say this. But yeah. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 Sometimes. And I'm okay calling people out. Like, I think that's part of this, too, that gives me such gratification. Is I'm just like, when you call people. you're stupid. <laughs> well, for me, it's more, yeah, uh-huh. it just makes me so angry. And I don't know how to control it sometimes yeah. where I just tell people, stop, yeah. stop talking mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. i already feel my like i feel i, I feel like i see red yeah <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> if i if either you shut up or i'm gonna shut you up so <laughs> pick because <laughs> it yeah. just because people think they're they're trying to i know that they think they're trying to help somehow but it's just it doesn't come out right when you lose yeah. a child yeah, no. yeah. yeah. it's Mm-mm. different for me, when I lost my dad, when I lost my mom, some of those things, I guess I was okay hearing. It didn't but affect when you, you as a baby. It didn't no. affect you the yeah. same way. No. Yeah. No, and it doesn't. It's so crazy. And like mm-hmm. I said, I thought I knew what grieving was when no. I lost my dad. This is completely different. Yes. This is completely different. Like, it's a different kind of pain. Yeah. It's a different kind of pain. And, yes. and Jason, another one of his favorite movies was uh, Coco. So we did like ah! stand up for him. Yeah. We made one here at home. And, you know, my sister was like, well, is this the, your first year doing this? I'm like, yes, I know. Like, I didn't so? do that because it was weird. Like, I didn't think to do this for him. Sure. Like, but I'm doing this for my son because he knew, like, he knew <laughs> this, the movie. He knew this self and then what. You know, it was just, I'm going to do it for him because mm. I feel like he knows what this means. Yeah. <laughs> you, there's, there's only one way to start a tradition. It's yeah, to start it. Exactly. So, <laughs> who cares? It's, it's the first one. It. Who cares? Start it. Yeah. Love it. Grow it. It's going to mm. be beautiful. It is. I'm sure it was yeah. beautiful. So. Yeah. I love so it. we, we, we did do that. And actually just yesterday, finally started putting things away. I'm like, this is going to be for next year. So I'm doing this again next year. Love it. Yeah. So something to are, look forward uh, to little tradition. Yeah. Yes. Yes. These are also things to look forward to. Exactly. But don't be surprised if it also makes you mad building it or you get angry oh, building yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And I was, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. totally pissed off. Yeah. Building it. But what's so funny is for his first birthday, 
we were going to make him a cocoa things party. So we had a ton of party supplies and we had to cancel because of COVID. Oh, so all of the stuff that I had put up for Alfenda was stuff that I already had. Oh, from his birthday. Uh-huh. And I still had all that stuff. So my husband's like, I'm finally able to use it not the way I want it to, but yeah, I'm able yeah. to use it. And this mm-hmm. is what it I'm sounds beautiful. It, it does. Yeah. Yeah. It does. So it was nice. Yeah. The holidays is just something now that I'm totally dreading. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm thinking now, like, I don't know how I'm going to get through it. I know I'll get through it. But another thing as a mom, I'm just trying to yes. prepare myself for. And sometimes what we've learned too is that you don't plan it. It kind of just happens Mm -hmm. and you go, oh, we should probably do a turkey or we should probably do X, Y or Z. And then you just go do it. And it's a distraction from the overall holidays. And then you just do it. I think Mm -hmm. the the heartache and the pain comes from planning. What should we do? Mm -hmm. Even with like anniversaries and my sister, like we would ask her, hey, what do you want to do this year? And it sometimes just be like, I don't know yet. And then the day of we get, hey, do you want to do this? Yes. You know, we just make the day Mm -hmm. free. And we kind of yeah. just let it go. I think there's there's added like anxiety to there the day and right. added like yeah like tension because of what the day is. Of, yeah, of because I mean you said your sister's birthday was around Halloween. My birthday is also around Halloween, and my friend and I said, "Do we want to do your birthday? Shit, I don't want to do anything." Okay, that's I what I was going to say for my birthday. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to do anything. And that's though. okay. Yeah, because there were de- there yeah. are days that just wakes up and it's an anniversary or it's a holiday. And she goes, I don't feel like doing anything. And we go, okay. okay. Yeah. And you, you don't, gotta, my you gotta give yourself like, time. Yeah. And I felt like I didn't want to celebrate mm-hmm. an extra year of my life. So yeah. what? Mm. Like I'm an adult. I'm grown. I don't need to do that. Like yeah. I'd rather be celebrating a year of my son's life yes. that I no longer yes. get to do. Yes. So I'm, yes. I don't want a birthday. I'm, I don't want it. Are you sure? I'm like, I'm totally, if you do mm. something for me, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's like all right we yeah. didn't do anything we stayed home carved pumpkins my girlfriend brought her son over and that's what we did that was my birthday we carved yeah. pumpkins but I was like I don't want to do anything yeah it was hard and I what was hard was the Halloween I knew it was, I knew it was here I knew it was coming mm-hmm. and that was what was hard mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. and last year Halloween we were impatient at that time so it was Last year, I was trying to make Halloween for him. And mm-hmm. I had all his Halloween pajamas and all his Halloween blankets and all his Halloween stickers everywhere, just trying to bring Halloween to him. Mm-hmm. And it was a COVID Halloween because apparently Chalk does does it big for Halloween for the kids. Mm-hmm. But we they didn't get to do that. Mm-hmm. So they brought Halloween to the kids in each room. And there was, you know, a bunch of people donating to the kids and you know but at that he didn't really get to enjoy it no. like we got to watch his movie his Jack Skellington is what we called it and he watched Nightmare and Before Christmas like all year long so I was like this Halloween is his holiday like, yeah. this, is his theme. this is his Jack Skellington and you know he would hear the song and he'd start dancing he oh. loved to dance so he mm. would dance so every time he heard the song and he would tell me to put more do it again and oh. it was so hard and how I'm not looking forward to Christmas because of how hard Halloween was. And that mm-hmm. was just Halloween. Like, Christmas is so much harder. How was, how was Christmas for us the first time? Do you remember? Uh, I don't quite remember some of this stuff. I'm telling you that some of the things I feel like I miss it. It was a fog. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like we went through stuff, but I don't. I wasn't really there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, why I, that I'm telling you, the first year, everybody like, thinks like, it's hard. A fog. Yeah. The first yeah. year, everybody says the first are really hard. It's the second year for me that I started realizing she's not there. The reality. The reality yeah. of this. She's yeah. never going to be back. Yeah. Because the first one, I just, I think, I mean, it was that's just the getting easier. through it. I yeah, think the day by day philosophy day. was year one. I could agree with that. Yeah. It was just trying to get through those first because of the anticipation of the firsts. Yeah. That I think mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, I just need to do this. And then once I got out of the first, then I was able to go, okay, I got through the first. What can we do for the next time? You know, how do I prepare yeah. myself for the next time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah. it's going to be hard. And I don't know how to tell you to prepare yourself for it. Just know that we it's. Can't. Yeah. It's going to be hard and it's not going to. No. It's going to rain, mm-hmm. but it's going to stop. 
Mm, you will yeah. have you will find moments. You will find less guilt in being in being happy in having right. fun. But that comes with right. with a little bit more time. This early mm-hmm. on, everything you're experiencing yes. is completely normal. And to be honest, we still experience these moments mm-hmm. that you you share about early on. We still experience these things, but mm-hmm. it it happens less yeah. frequently. But we are now aware of what triggers yeah. and what things mm-hmm. we should be aware of, like the holidays yeah. and this, and then yeah. we sort of manage around it. So it exists. Right. It's never going to go away. And I'm sorry to say that. No, and I'm expecting it to be that way. Yeah. Like I'm still learning my triggers or my triggers. And, and these are just learning them all along the way. Like yeah. I'm now realizing like I have a lot more triggers than I thought I did. Yes. I kind of have a happy face all the time. And you know, and we're still very busy and we're at the football field all the time. And, you know, everybody's just like, you, you, you have an, I'm like, yeah, I am, you know, because keep I it put moving. The shield on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I put the shield on, I stay busy, I keep it moving. But again, I'm not type of a person. I'm not going to let nobody see me. That's just how yeah. I am. And I know my husband's doing this, like he does the same thing. He always keeps it like, keeps it moving and mm-hmm. he keeps it pushing and pretend everything's okay. But then it's, you know, behind closed doors, like people, like our hearts are broken. Yes. Like it's, it's hard. We're it still dealing with it. Mm-hmm. We're still, it's just hard. And it's a, it's a new learning process that we're yes trying to figure out and try to learn and try to move forward. And it's just, it's hard and it's crazy. But everything that we do, just ever since I became a mom, everything I did was for my kids. And yes. I will continue to do that, even though Jace is no longer here. Everything mm-hmm. I do will be in honor of him mm-hmm. and you know especially during the holidays after my dad passed away he used to always donate toys to the children's hospital at, during Christmas time to the children's hospital in Long Beach the Miller's oh. Children's Hospital mm-hmm. and so after he had passed away that's what my family we would do we would collect toys and we would donate that's them to so the children's good. hospital in mm-hmm. Long Beach you know then after Jace had you know experienced that what he experienced with his kidney I started donating to Chuck. Mm-hmm. I moved it over and I started donating chalk and, you know, that became a thing that we did. And last year, even though we were in the middle of our treatment, we still collected. And I had talked to the child life specialist um, for the oncology unit. I was like, hey, what, what, you guys are not collecting anything because of COVID. What is it that I can donate to help that you guys will accept from me personally? And she was like, honestly, if you want to do something, maybe gift cards. That way, the you know, the parents can just buy things for their kids themselves. I was like, all right, that's what I did. We we uh, had a gift card drive, any amount, any gift card, whatever you wanted to do. That's awesome. That um, is awesome. Yeah. We raised so much to the point where we the parents were able to have gift cards and also the siblings. Oh, that was so, yeah. I that's was so, so nice. happy about that. And she reached out to me. I just want to let you know that we had so many, we were able to provide them to the whole family, the, wow. the parents and the siblings. She's like, I love that. I love that. So this year we're donating in honor of Jace this year and Jace's thing. And our number one necessity was blankets, cozy uh-huh. blankets. I uh-huh. hated hospital blankets. Yes. So we did, we are doing a blanket drive and I put the post out about a week ago and I already have maybe over 40 blankets oh nice yeah blankets and I'm just like I love it because there's like the kids a lot of the kids there they have they like to make their hospital room feel cozy yes like theirs Mm -hmm. like their home room so and that was a big thing for us too like I had especially with transplant we changed out his pillowcase every day Mm -hmm. his blanket every day so I always had a stack of blankets all the time and my yep. husband would come pick a ball of blankets and then bring up some more blankets and that was the thing so we were just like blankets we're gonna do blankets and I, I still keep in touch yeah I still keep in touch with the nurse practitioner and our, our primary nurse and I contacted the, the nurse practitioner I was like hey listen these are my ideas what do you think she's like yes that's perfect mm-hmm. like we need that and I'm like this is perfect this yeah is that's what awesome yeah, so that's what we're doing, and we're donating to Chalk Cozy Blankets in honor of Jace. And is there a time so frame for, for this, or is this all around? Because by the time this episode releases, it might not be for a few <laughs> weeks, but I want to post things out there. If, they, if they'll if they take them year-round yeah. in honor of Jace, 
I'll post it up. I'm and sure get... they would. I'm, okay. I'm totally sure they would. But right, this drive that I'm doing now is for, so I can have it donated by Christmas. Okay, okay. so I'll get it yeah. out there. We'll get some info out. I'll keep sharing and see if we can get some more blankets yeah. over to Chalk because I'm yeah. sure those kids Aww, will be, would really be. Yeah. But yeah, we, you know, and I always say, I call it Jace's support team. Jace's support Aww, team goes yeah. strong and, you know, they come through and they've already been coming through with the blankets and um, even for Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, our football league went gold. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it was, it's very heartwarming and very, you know, we do it for October every year since my kids started playing football. And so, you know, as soon as our, our friends, you know, we heard, you know, they heard about Jace and this is what we're going to do right away. I got stickers. They slapped them on all the helmets. All the kids are wearing Jace's stickers on their helmets. And the kids, even though, very young kids knew what it was for mm-hmm. and knew the cause and they they advocated so hard for the kids and I, and I love that because the kids should be aware of yes. this like mm-hmm. the parents especially should be aware of it and I always say that if you have a child you should be advocating for child mm-hmm. cancer right Yes. You never, as a parent, you never think that this will happen to you. That's right. You're I right. I never thought this would happen to I me. never thought it was going to happen to yeah. us. Uh-uh. No way. Mm-hmm. No way. And it's it's crazy in your community when you find out actually how many kids are suffering. Yes. Because I know at least in our community, we, there's a ton of kids, a good handful of kids. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy. So when when I would see the kids go gold and they would wear their J-Strong socks or their J-Strong sweaters and their beanies and you know, the kids knew that I was Jason's mom. They would run up to me just to show me, oh, I'm wearing Jason's box. Oh, I made a touchdown for Jason. It's just so sweet and I love it. And, yeah. you know, and I hope in the upcoming years that the league and maybe hopefully more leagues would go gold and yes. win. Yes. Because we need that. Yes, we do. We need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Oh, my gosh. We are, we should wrap this one up, but I wanted to just ask, you know, two questions, really. One of them is, is there any question we can answer for you that you're dying to know or we haven't covered in any of the episodes you listened to that would be helpful for you on your journey? That's question one. No, actually, you guys helped me a lot already. I mean, listening to you guys' story, listening to how you guys are grieving and how you got through things listening to both uncle's stories and and the cousin's story and grandpa's story just helped me understand maybe what my kids' grandpa's going through, what my kids' aunties and uncles are going through. It just helped me realize, like, I need to check on my other family members yes. because it's not just me, baby, it's mm-hmm. them too. So this podcast itself, everything that you guys are already doing is just so helpful. And oh, thank I hope you. you guys just keep going and keep going because <laughs> you guys are touching people seriously. And me personally, I'm like, I'm only one and they touch me. So oh, good. I thank my you. Story. Yeah. And I'm like, if I can tell my story and only touch one person, like, yes. to me, that's, that's, yes. that's all I can Absolutely. That's all that matters. And we like to talk, as you can see. She does. I do. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she should be my kid too. I know. She's right there with me. You might have just got adopted. So, <laughs> so last but not least, is there anything else you would like to share about your journey, your own journey that we haven't covered yet? Something you think that might help someone else. Is there anything that you? And it doesn't have to of? help someone else. It's just your own. Something journey. you want to share. Okay. Stop talking. Um, <laughs> No, I mean, I guess within your journey, just live in the present day, live in the present day. And, you know, there's so many things that I think back was like, you know, I, sh- I was going to take over my birthday that day, but I didn't because I was tired. I should have. Right. So live in the present day. If you want to do something, suck it up and go do it because mm-hmm. tomorrow's never promised. That's and, right. you know, love your family, love your kids, hug them, love them. You know, that's it. Wow. Davina, you are an amazing, amazing mama. We are so privileged to have met you and to hear about your journey and baby Jace and the family. 
all the J's because we're J's too. <laughs> I mean, you are. Yeah, all three of my all boys. J's. All three. They were three J kids for me too. But we can't thank you enough for your support and for you sharing your story. And we do this because we hope that it will connect to somebody and let them know that they're not alone. And if it does validate someone's feelings and you're giving us that validation of validating your feelings, we're here for you. Mm -hmm. Thank you so, so much for sharing your story. And it's going to help. It's going to help all these other families. Absolutely. So, and if there's anything we can do to help support any new drives or anything, let us know. We're going to put it out there. And we're now part of, hopefully you've adopted us and we're part of Jason's support team as well yes i love it absolutely (laughs) so thank you thank you thank you i think that's a wrap yeah all right we'll catch you on the next one all right love you mom love you bye Bye. Bye. love you